from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Things not going so well for special counsel Jack Smith or the Biden White House that is using lawfare and sabotage to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president again. So let's bring in Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst. He's doing a hell of a job. Very busy guy. Of course, there's so much to be busy with. And his latest book, uh, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. So, Greg, um, the immunity business, the Supreme Court has decided they will take up Mr. Trump's uh, plea defense or defense plea on immunity, which will set Jack Smith's trial back many months. And I was just reading this morning uh, down in Florida. That's the Washington, D.C. one. Down in Florida, uh, Judge Cannon is not giving in to Jack Smith uh, with respect to various issues around discovery and evidence. So uh, I'd say Jack Smith uh, had a bad week. Well, I need deserves a bad week. <laughs> I mean, this, this is a guy who has brought two politically motivated cases, timed them to interfere in the uh, presidential election. Um, and, you know, he's basically getting spanked here. Mm. And I suspect the justices on the Supreme Court were offended that the appellate court, the Circuit Court of Appeals in D.C., in their ruling uh, simply dismissed as unimportant or irrelevant an earlier landmark Supreme Court decision on immunity. Four decades ago, back then, the high court ruled presidents do enjoy absolute immunity from civil lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same reasoning enunciated back then in the 82 Nixon Fitzgerald case applies to criminal prosecutions now in the Trump case. And, and that is to say, Any official act within the outer perimeter of a president's official duties are shielded, Hmm. and they must be. And I think the Supreme Court will now, in their ruling, uh, probably at the end of June, Hmm. extend that principle to criminal culpability. Why? Because, you know, the president holds a unique position in our constitutional republic. He or she must be free to make vital decisions without fear of either being sued or prosecuted and without any form of immunity. You know, future presidential decision-making would be hobbled or chilled by fear of being criminally charged by unprincipled and politically driven prosecutors. Yeah, well, that's the heart of it right there. And then Mr. Trump and his lawyers have maintained that pretty steadily. Um, You get closer and closer to the general election, Um, you know, I, I, I think it gets trickier and trickier. You know, Greg, yeah. Jack, really, you're going to start, a, 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 say, June. Uh, you're maybe right. That's when the Supremes hand down a lot of stuff, I guess. So when you'll start the actual trial in August or something like that or September and yeah. you've got an election in eight weeks. I mean, the Supremes would know this. I mean, this is not what. Uh, the chief justice uh, wants for the Supremes to get embroiled in politics again. Well, uh, one of the things that people seem to be missing is, let's say the Supreme Court rules, as I predict, there's some immunity. 
they're not going to rule whether Trump had immunity, just the issue broadly of presidential immunity. Mm-hmm. That means they send a case back to the trial court, the federal trial court uh, judge, mm. um, to hold hearings and arguments and findings of fact as to whether the president was acting within the outer perimeter of his official duties. Now, that takes time. Hmm. And let's say that's finally resolved by the trial court judge ruling against Trump. Um, but then you've got to go through all the other pretrial motions and allow the defendant to prepare a defense based on hmm. the Supreme Court ruling and the trial court judge's decision. I mean, you cannot get a case to trial before the presidential election in the Washington, D.C. case. And the same may apply uh, for the classified documents case in Florida. And as for the Fannie Willis, he's also got immunity on that one as well. You know, you know, it's so great. This guy, Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, blah, blah, blah. So he's telling everybody, hurry up, hurry up. But he's not telling us why he wants right. him to hurry up. Because if he did, that wouldn't be good. He'd say, why? Because they want to throw Trump in jail for 750 years and not become president again. Whoa, that might not work. So he's just trying to elbow and bully these things. And as you say, you can't. You can't bully the Supremes, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he keeps insisting in rather broad terms, oh, this is important to democracy. It's uh, important to the functioning of the government and service to the public and so forth. No, he's not. He's not telling you the truth. And, and look, the Supreme Court knows that. <laughs> and so do the other judges below. Uh, but they're, you know, they're so far kind of letting him get away with that. Uh, he's a hyper partisan. Greg, I worry about classified documents in an old Corvette sitting in a garage someplace in Delaware. Yeah. How about that one? Whatever happened to that? That's well, illegal. Uh, Joe, That's Joe illegal. Biden, Joe Biden's too senile to be <laughs> tried, according to the <laughs> special counsel, Robert Herr, which is interesting. Uh, too senile to be tried in a court of law, but according to his recent physical exam and his physician, yeah. oh, he's perfectly capable of, of running the greatest nation on earth. He's okay. You're exactly right. I saw that. He's okay, but not okay to get busted. I've never seen such hypocrisy, Greg Jarrett, utter hypocrisy. Um, okay, so you're our top legal beagle. Take a whack at the – you've heard all these televised hearings in uh, Fulton County in Hotlanta, Georgia, as I call it, with Fannie Willis, her boyfriend, her boyfriend's boyfriend, her girlfriend, her father. I mean, <laughs> where's this come out, Greg Jarrett? You know, Fannie Willis is like the picture of Dorian Gray. She is self-destructing before our very eyes. You know, her own misbehavior, Larry, has ruined her credibility. Her case against Trump is quickly disintegrating. Uh, Willis's testimony, together with her lover, Nathan Wade, and then this week, uh, his ex-partner, Terrence Bradley, I mean, my goodness, that was a Three Stooges slapstick yeah. comedy, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. nobody could get their story straight. And, you know, the records belie the tale they're trying to spin here. Uh, but I do think Bradley's testimony this week was the nail in the coffin. Hmm. You know, he texted that Willis and Wade were absolutely having an affair uh, before Wade was hired. That puts a lie to their earlier testimony. He tried to weasel out of it, uh, but, you know... 
trust me, the judge wasn't buying that. So based on the code of ethics, the judge, it seems to me, has no choice but to disqualify both Willis and Wade. Yeah, remember when we were kids, Abbott and Costello? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were so good. This is Abbott and Costello in a live yeah, courtroom. Larry and Curly. And, you know, maybe <laughs> Shemp is thrown in there somewhere. <laughs> Greg Jarrett, the best of the best. Uh, I love to sell books. So Briggs out there, the Constitution of the United States and other patriotic documents. The other one he wrote was on the Great Scopes uh, Monkey Trial. Greg, we'll talk again. Thanks for helping us. Take care, Larry. Thanks. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And then famous Peter Schweitzer, one of the great investigative reporters of all time. He's got a brand new book out, Blood Money, Why the Powerful Turn a Blind Eye While China Kills Americans. Mr. Peter Schweitzer will be here in just a moment. Stick around. Larry Kudlow.